The Zombie Diaries has been hailed as the most realistic zombie film ever made. Twitchfilm.net. Set in England during a worldwide viral infection, this documentary-style fright fest records the rise of the undead from the video cams of several survivor groups, as each struggles against the flesh-eating hordes. An even more horrifying fate lurks among them. Dark, uncompromising, and frighteningly real. EatMyBrains.com. The Zombie's Diaries is smart horror at its bloody best. I'm Corey. And I'm Paul. And we are the, the B-Movie, B-Movie Bros. Bros. Here review B-Movies to the best of our ability. Sometimes we get off topic, but randomness is a gift. So, uh, it's, it's the end of found footage month. It's um, been a long, long journey walking through the woods. We, uh, we had an extra, extra Friday here, so we decided to do um, a different movie than we said we were going to do. We were going to do Willow Creek, because, you know, what's found footage without Bigfoot? But then I was like, hey, I have this movie that claims to be the best zombie film ever. And uh, so we decided to watch it. Spoiler alert, it's not. There and was, this movie is The Zombie Diaries from yeah. 2006. There was nothing about the back except mentioning zombies that was actually true, but we'll get into that. You heard what the uh, back of the DVD case had to say. Let's dive right into the shit with top and bottom, our technical difficulties. What do you think? What should we do first? Let's try to find what was good about this. Um, okay, okay I, I, I got this. All right, number all right. three. This movie is only... Luck. 80 minutes long, which means I don't have to waste more than 80 minutes watching it. Yeah, but you still have to waste 80 minutes. Could have been worse. Could have been like 81 minutes. It could have been zero. Number two. The zombie makeup wasn't too bad. At least whenever you could tell what the fuck was going on on screen and they weren't shaking the camera everywhere and it wasn't fucking pitch black. Pretty sure at one point there was somebody wearing a plastic bag and they looked like they had like a a pizza on them that was was very odd. It It was like Ugly Bob. Yeah. Put a plastic bag over them, splatter some blood, it's a zombie. It's like, that's clearly spaghetti, guys. Uh, You're not fooling anyone. Number one. There was actually, like, one very artistic shot in the film where a man is crawling around after he's been shot. And uh, due to the darkness, it's extremely eerie as zombies stumble into the shot, just emerging one after another from the darkness. Um, it, It really is a beautifully done shot. I mean, I I have no complaints about that scene. It was my favorite scene. It was the best 10 seconds of the film. All right. For my top three, the film goes from one group of characters who just happen to be recording the uh, zombie attack to another group of people who just happen to have cameras out for, you know, reasons. This at least gave the impression that there might be an interesting story. And since the characters were all so unlikable... I never really had to put up with them, any of them, for all that long. Number two, I'm glad that the setting wasn't limited to just abandoned buildings and the middle of the woods, like in typical found footage fashion. There were some scenes in actually abandoned towns and, you know, everyday areas, and I thought that was kind of a nice touch. And number one, the shitty video and audio quality of the Zombie Diaries was the best quality of the actual film. And that's not sarcasm either. The cheap look and sound gave the film a more genuine and realistic uh, feel that would have been lost had they used decent equipment. All right, like I'm, I'm looking at the box art here, and like fucking, it looks lot, like kind of cool. There, there's a guy holding guns, walking into a horde of zombies in this desolated, like almost nuclear waste town of a town, waste waste ta- ground. And uh, you know, the back of it, the the London Bridge is fucking falling in half, and 
there's zombies everywhere, and there's there's none of that in this movie. Like, yeah, there's not a single character that I would have described as a badass in this film, or you know, anything that was really compelling or interesting. So you know, let's get on to the bottom three. Uh, number three, uh, the angles in lighting is so like fucking horrible. Like you can't tell what's going on half of the time. Cameras are shaking, bobbing around, falling on the ground. I know it's supposed to be realistic, and, you know, these are just supposed to be people documenting the zombie apocalypse for absolutely no reason. But, you know, at least let me know what's going on here. Yeah, it's one of those things where we clearly didn't have the budget to do any actual effects, so we're just going to fake it. Hope no one notices. Number two. This is claiming to be, like, a documentary or a found footage film, but there's no explanation of where the footage is from, how it's being edited, who's doing this, or that anyone's even found it. It's just you watching, like, home videos of the zombie apocalypse with no kind of context. And, you know, even though it's a found footage film, there's, like, background music through half of the film, it it seemed like. And I'm sorry, that's part of the charm of a found footage film is just having those ambient noises and that background sound of what's going on. Yeah, it kind of defeats the point. Number one, this movie is just god-awful boring. For a movie called Zombie Diaries, there's a huge lack of zombies being utilized. They should be ever-present. They should be, you know, the gathering menace, not just used to make people turn on fucking cameras. Like, it, it, it just... They were just kind of, like, there. Like, they were supposed to be a threat, but really it was one of those movies where, like, if you just, you know, take two steps instead of one, like, they won't get you. Like, they really posed no actual threat. If you don't hold your arm out in front of the zombie's mouth, you'll you'll be okay. Yeah. And there wasn't a single zombie writing in a diary either, so the title is very misleading. I mean, yeah, it, there wasn't, like, the diary room from Big Brother with, like, a zombie sitting in a big cushy chair being, like... Brains, dear diary. I'm still dead. <laughs> All right, number three. This movie is painfully slow and has little going on outside. The, the characters bickering at each other while occasionally running running into a few easily avoidable zombies. It was pa- painfully boring. Number two. For what was supposed to be three different perspectives of the zombie apocalypse, each diary segment was pretty much just the same thing. It was, they, they took like, they took place in like a slightly different area, like one of them was in a town, and then it was in the woods, and one of them was in a building, and then in the woods again, and you know, it, it a was, warehouse, and then the woods. It wasn't different diaries, though. It was the same group of people. They just they just slapped a label. They were like they were like, oh yeah, by the way, diary two. Well, by the way, diary three. Well, there are different people, but they were all so boring and interchangeable that they may as well have been the same group of people. Like they were, it it, it could have just easily been one story, but they're like, oh well, this would be cool, right? Why? I don't know. Is there any, like, intertwining, like, um, all-encompassing story? Not really, except for the fact that there's a zombie apocalypse, and they kind of try to go back to something, like, they find some of the people, but it's really pointless. Like, there really was no reason for it. It didn't add anything to it. And number one, 
You know, sometimes eerie background music can be can really make a creepy atmosphere in a horror film just it's just a little bit more terrifying. You know, I think of, you know, the music from Friday the 13th when Jason walks, Jason's um, chasing after somebody, or, you know, the um, Halloween music, or hell, even like um, the Jaws theme, you know, it really adds to that. However, that really doesn't work when, there's a, when it's a fucking found footage film, when the whole point is to seem like the events are re- being recorded in real time. Like, why the fuck was there, a, there background music that's, that's so fucking stupid? So yeah, um, nor- normally we uh we do a quote war, um, but uh, the dialogue of this movie wasn't so good, so we're just we're just gonna use something like British words here. Uh, uh, blimey, bollocks! Crikey, no, wait, that's uh, Australian. Uh, tea and crumpets. Put it in the boot of the car, Fanny. Ride the lift to the next level. Reverse the polarity. <laughs> And those are British words, brought to you by the B-Movie Bros. Please, list more British words in the comments below. We apologize to any of our, our British fans who may have been offended by this segment. And if any of those weren't really British, please correct, correct us with the correct British terms. So, Humor. Uh, <laughs> Humor. The theater. <laughs> So I think it's time for our final take. Remember, friends, our final take is a score on our shot scale. Our shot scale is a reverse scale, 1 to 10, 1 being the best, 10 being the worst. How many shots do you need to get through this film? I gave it a 9 out of 10. I was a little more generous. I gave it a 7 out of 10. I mean, uh, it's more entertaining to watch paint dry, frozen molasses thaw out, or just watching snails fuck. Pick up a camera. Film yourself going grocery shopping to the dry cleaners or eating cereal. It'll be more entertaining to watch. I mean, watching this movie made me fucking mourn for the days of fucking Dick Shark. Any movie that makes me rather watch Dick Shark needs to just be gone from this world. I mean, at least there were boobs in Dick Shark. There's like one scene of that in here, and it it was barely a scene. I think there was more Dick Shark in Dick Shark than zombies in Zombie Diaries. Can't argue that one. The Zombie Diaries came out in 2006, a time period when zombies and found footage films were at the height of popularity. So it was only natural to combine the two genres into one film. I mean, Dire of the Dead tried it, and look how that turned out. Anyways, Zombie Diaries was a, at best, average found footage film, with all the typical cliches you'd expect. A group of people attempt to survive some kind of horrific event, while recording the whole thing for reasons. There's a lot of running around and people freaking out right before getting killed. The most violent scenes predictably took place at night in order to avoid doing effects that would cost the production company company too much money. None of the characters were particularly interesting and they were all easily interchangeable. They spent most of, the t- most of their screen time either telling the audience how freaked out they were or yelling at each other over inane bullshit. However, since each new, new act followed a different group of amateur filmmakers or whatever the hell they were, it really didn't matter. As a zombie film, you're all too aware of the fact that anyone who dies will be reanimated mo- moments later, later as a mindless killer, so there's really never any tension or surprise. Luckily, the film was smart enough to know exactly how unoriginal it was, and and had, the, had it so the characters were already somewhat familiar with the threat they were up against before, you know, running headfirst into an extremely avoidable disaster. 
The low-budget visual quality and audio quality made the film seem more genuine than it would have had the equipment, equipment been of a higher quality. Though, I guess someone in each group decided to, you know, play, bring their MP3 player along and play eerie music each time a zombie appeared, because why the fuck would there be music playing during a found footage film? The Zombie Diaries wasn't really scary, it wasn't unique, or particularly interesting in any meaningful way. It's a hodgepodge of the most shallow qualities, uh, qualities typical of the two genres, clumsily thrown together without any reason, direction, and really had no reason to exist at all. You know, I, I, I guess dwelling, you know, based on what you said, I'm going to give it a point back. I'm going to take a shot away. I'm going to give it an 8 out of 10 because they were smart enough when people that were bitten died to shoot them in the head before they came back as zombies to kill them all. So I, I, I do have to give them credit on that. Yeah, that was one thing. I, I was expecting so many times when somebody died, it's like, oh, no, what's happening? Oh, they're coming back to life. I never, I, I would have never predicted that happening, and I'm, I'm actually really glad they avoided that, because that's so fucking obnoxious. It's like, yes, I've seen a zombie movie. Yes, I know they're going to come back. It's, it's not fun. It's not surprising. It's just obnoxious. It's like the beginning of like every season of The Walking Dead, where they'll introduce a new person who is apparently in a coma, like Rick was, and like doesn't know that zombies, um, that that people come back from the dead. It's like, oh, no, that's not going to happen. Yes, it is. You're an idiot. So I really need to forget about this film, so let's tell everybody how to drink away the flick. Drink away the flick. Come on and grab your drink. Let's drink away the flick. And we'll give you some drinking games for this film. But remember, friends, drink responsibly. Number one. Every time people are driving in a car, take a drink. Number two. Every time it's a new diary, take a drink. Number three. Whenever someone gets infected, take a drink. Number four, anytime someone says Goke's name, take a drink. And number five, of course, because it's found footage month, anytime the screen gets all staticky, take a drink. Every time somebody wastes ammo, take a drink. Every time somebody loses a body part, take a drink. Every time one of the characters is bitching about something unimportant, take a drink. And every time a dire situation could have been avoided simply by walking in the opposite direction at more than a walking pace, take a drink. And those are your ways to drink away this flick. If you have any thoughts about this movie or anything else B-Movie related, you can leave us a comment on either iTunes or SoundCloud. You can also email us at bmoviebros at gmail.com, like us on Facebook at facebook.com dash bmoviebros, follow us on Twitter at bmoviebros, or my personal Twitter at bmoviepaul. You can check out all our other content, including reviews, interviews, and chats on our website, bmoviebros.com, where, ha- where we have new shows each week. If you want to support the show, consider donating to our PayPal or Patreon accounts. Links provided below. If you have a film you've made that you'd like us to review, you can submit it on our website. As of now, we have dozens of submissions to get, get through, so if you'd like to have your review done at a particular day or within a certain time period, consider donating to our PayPal in order to push your review to the top of our list. All donations are, of course, appreciated. So, as we've come to the end of Found Footage Month, let's, uh, let's give our final ranking. We've had five films this month. Um, number five, Zombie Diaries. I, I didn't think a movie could uh, out-shitty Devil's Trail this month, and uh, Zombie Diaries managed to do it. 
Number four, Devil's Trail, where I didn't like the characters or the story or anything about the film. At least there was uh, nudity in the first couple minutes to, uh, to get you hooked you, and interested. Are you saying you didn't love the twist ending? Or, or the double twist? Yeah, the, like, fake-out, cock-tease uh, ending. Number three, Unlisted Owner. Um, it, wasn't a, it wasn't a bad found-footage film. I mean, it, it took things in a different direction than normal, so got some, uh, got some bonus points there. Number two, The Last Broadcast. Kind of like the daddy of the modern found-footage film. More documentary than found-footage film, but I liked how it tied everything in up until the end. Um, and number one, Monster Movie. The Polonia Brothers, found footage, 50s-esque giant monsters. Um, just to me, having been in like on a camping trip with you know other other men, it was like believable interactions t- to me at least. So I loved it. You couldn't help but have fun watching it. Number number five, the Zombie Diaries. Everything was wrong with this film, and I mean everything. Number four, The Devil's Trail. I really nothing happened in it. I didn't really care too much about the characters. I kind of get what they were going for, but man, that ending, like the fucking fake out, like just pissed me the fuck off. Number two, number three, the last broadcast. It's not technically a found footage film. It's more of a mockumentary, but it's considered one of the first found footage films, so, you know, that's pretty cool. Plus, you can definitely see where a lot of later films got a lot of their inspiration and where a lot of common cliches of the genre were started, so I have to credit credit it with uh, that. Number two, Unlisted Owner. I like the fact that it was a found footage film that had characters that weren't just there to get killed, and, you know, actually had some themes and interesting um, stuff going on. So it's definitely a few leagues above a lot of the others. But number one, monster movie. I mean, I, I never thought I'd, I'd have such a fun time watching a non-scary found footage film. It was just like a 1950s creature feature film combined with uh, found footage. And it, it worked. I, I had a great time watching it. Polony Brothers are masters at at just that kind of like goofy comedy slash horror, and you just can't help but appreciate it. So there you have it. Um, it's uh, next month is September, and you know as the kids are going back to school, we thought, what better way to uh, celebrate that than by having Killer Kids Month? Oh boy! So uh, we're gonna celebrate back to school with Killer Kids and start off with the 1989. Uh, film, one of the tr- most traumatic films of the year. Beware, children at play. So until next time, friends, be brave, be alive, and be back for more. Yeah. 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 Yeah.